You know the vibes. The Devon Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champions. And you're listening to the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, Mumuzi, alongside me as always, the one and only Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Well, I'm looking at the the, the newest, latest, and greatest Denver Nuggets fan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you could see this. I wish you could see this. this you can so on YouTube.com forward slash Hoop Genius Podcast. <laughs> I wish you could see this. I got Both my Nuggets jersey Nuggets on. Uniform. I've had this. Okay. I didn't get this recently, BJ. Look, look at this. Okay. All look right. at it. It's All a it's a right. champion edition. Carmelo Anthony, baby blue, Denver Nuggets jersey. I've been, I've been doing this for a hot minute. You, okay. Shout out okay. to Hoopin' and Lootin' for hooking up the jersey. But in the throwback store on the jerseys too. I'm trying to get a JR Smith version of this on the shiny blue. That was hard to find. But anyway, enough of that. BJ, Denver Nuggets. NBA champions. How about Who that? How about would that? Have thought? Initial yeah, yeah, thoughts I, I, and reactions to them lifting the Larry OB. Well, congratulations to the entire Denver Nuggets organization. What a what a phenomenal, phenomenal achievement. You know, the first is the very best. And this is a first for them in many ways. Uh all this all the great former players there, David Thompson, Alex English. All the guys were there and, and the current players. I mean, what a, what a group. I mean, they put together a really nice team. We always talk about roster construction. Give those guys credit. And let's not forget about, you know, their star players and, you know, Jamal Murray and, 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 and Jokic. Those guys were just simply incredible. Jokic was what an amazing season. I mean, he had a, a historic playoff run. Uh, what he did individually, but just team, what he does, the camaraderie, the, the way he plays. And, you know, Coach Malone, you know, he just connected with this team. They were connected all season. They took care of their business in the playoffs. They were very focused. And um, the better team won, Mo. I mean, that's the bottom line. The better team won. Miami, give the Miami Heat credit. I, I, they played well. They played hard. And they were just outmatched. I mean, they were just outmatched in every way um, by the Denver Nuggets. And uh, it, it was great for them, great for the league. You know, you, you, you know the, the, the humility in which they won with, it was just amazing. Because, you know, they were like, it's not like, hey, well, we expected to be here. I don't think anyone other than the, the Denver, well, you, because you got the Denver Nuggets uniform on. You, you, you thought this, you called it. But I'm going to go mean, fool LeBron and say, yes, I did. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm go full abroad and say way. I saw this 12 months ago. <laughs> yeah, so but give them credit though. I mean, they were they were they were just I mean they they played with a sense of desperation mode tonight. And uh, you know it's funny, I was as I was watching the game, I was thinking Mo and I don't agree often, but we both said five at the beginning of this. Yeah. At the beginning of this series, that's the only one we got right, I think. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> the, the whole, whole playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. But we got this you one. Saved right. the best and, till last. Uh, yes, but it was a great job. And uh, it's going to make for some interesting picks for next year. I can tell you that. I mean, it's everything's a little cloudy right now. Well, we're talking about the Nuggets and, you know, they're all celebrating there. So I got to bring the Hoop Genius family together. We've got a special guest joining us right now, a special guest, Mr. Okay. Christopher Thomas, who's been on the podcast a couple of times before. Let me get okay. CT in here. All right. Because the main man, Christopher Thomas, he spent a lot of time with the Denver Nuggets around the organization. He knows a whole bunch of players very well on this team. So I thought we'll get CT in here to talk a little bit about what this championship means to this group of players, because, you know, they talk about trusting the process in the Philadelphia 76ers, but really and truly the Nuggets are the epitome of trusting the process. I mean, they've had this plan. It was like a nine year plan that they had. Um, mm -hmm. they, they had this plan for absolute years and they believed in it. They saw it through. And do you want to know what's crazy to me, BJ? is do you remember back in 2016, there was a lot of talk 
around the Denver Nuggets trading Nikola Jokic. And do you know who he was going to be traded to? The Detroit Pistons. No. <laughs> the Boston Celtics. Oh, wow. For the third pick or, or the third pick in the 2016 draft, which became Jalen Brown. And uh, had that draft gone through, there he is. CT's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Nuggets jersey on too. Oh, man, you got, I didn't get the memo, obviously. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> hey, bro, bro. My my guy is not even with the organization anymore. My two my two guys, John Wallace, G. Harris. But I got so much love for Jokic. I got so much love for people up in there. Like, yeah, I'm celebrating. I'm a fan tonight. Yes. Usually I'm beautiful. not. Usually I'm about my players. And by my people tonight, man, go ahead, Denver. Go ahead. CT, man, listen, I know you spent a lot of time with these guys. I know you know a lot of these players very well. Just how much does this championship mean to this group of players that they got there in Denver? Uh, it, well, for Crunky, it, it was <laughs> as expected. Otherwise, heads going to roll. You know, they, they were on a time block with him. Truthfully speaking, like dudes are winning ownership, but for the players, for that organization, it's everything, bro. I mean, it's I, everything. Like spot markets aren't supposed to win. Denver, like Jokic, not they killed him with the MVP thing, and he just, yo, know, keep it moving. I, I, he's the best player in the league right now. Come on. I mean, I've got to jump in here and say, for all our fans in the UK, you heard the name Cronky. I know you guys will recognize that name. The owner of Arsenal Football Club, who were actually on track to win the Premier League this season. However, they <laughs> bottled it in devastating fashion and they crumbled when the pressure came on. So my team did really Man. badly as well. So I'm just going to also hate on Arsenal for a little bit here. <laughs> Who's your team, Manchester? I'm Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. No, I'm never Chelsea, Manchester. Come of on, course. Of course. I'm Chelsea. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But uh <laughs> But we we had a horrible season. So so anyway, moving moving on from that. This game tonight looked like it could go either way. You know, it was a very scrappy oh. game. It was like a WWE wrestling match turned into a basketball game, right? BJ, when you were watching this game, what you know, you talked in the last episode about how much pressure is on players in these situations? You said, you know, the champagne is there, the balloons are there, the trophy is there waiting to be lifted and how that can affect players mentally. So as they were going back and forth, you know, the Heat had a 10-point lead, the Nuggets took the lead, went back and forth right down the stretch in the fourth quarter. What were you expecting the outcome to be of this game as you were watching it unfold? Well, you can see that, you know, Miami came out with fight. Um, they came out focused. They really came out with the idea of, they wanted to delay the celebration. Okay. You, you want to spoil the party. <laughs> you walk into the arena, you know, as I told you before, I think we we're talking off air, you know, the balloons are all there. The trophy is sitting in the hallway. You see, you know, mm. you, you have the celebration, you know, you see all the guys with the hats where those hats are sitting in containers mm -hmm. in the hallway as both teams are walking by. The, the shirts are already in the building. The confetti is already put up. And the top of the arena, everything is there for the party. And the only thing that's spoiling it are those 12 guys or 14, whatever guys uh, are there for the Miami heat. Those are the only guys that could, can, you know, delay this process, if you will. So um, they were, it was an uphill fight. However, you know, what I respect about Denver is they hung in there. They, they came out and played oh. with a sense of desperation. And let's not forget guys, you know, just a couple years back in the bubble, they were down 3-1. They did it twice in the playoffs. Twice. They came back from 3-1. So they know what that feels like to be on the other side and the sense of desperation that you need. And as we all know, um, you know, just being around the game, the hardest game to win is the, is the closeout game. So this was going to be a very tough game to be expected, but give them credit. They hung around, Denver did, hung around, hung around, and then they finally, you know, just kept turning it kept grinding the game out and their best player was he was the best player on the floor at the end of the game and uh, I thought that was the deciding factor and give their defense credit I mean they get they got some stops some very timely stops when needed Bruce Brown who played terrific mm -hmm. I mean 
I would love to be mm. his agent, his agent right now. You know, he's going <laughs> to oh, be. <laughs> oh, did I say that? Did I say that? Get me certified. We can make this happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, but he's, he's going to, you know, what? He, he played, he played, he played big for them, played very well for them. And, yeah. um, but you know, the, those guys, they, they, they were a terrific connected team from start to finish this year and they, and they were deserving of it. So, you know, uh, congratulations to them once again. And uh, I'm looking forward to next season. I mean, it's just, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yes, sir. Well, sticking with this game for just a minute, the Nuggets got off to a very shaky start. They had four turnovers in the first three minutes and that didn't go away. They finished the game with 14 turnovers. The part that stood out to me, they went five of 28 from the three point line and 13 of 23 from the free throw line, only hitting almost 50% (laughs) of their free throws. CT, can you explain that to me? Do you put that down to nerves? Do you put that down to yeah, you know, the yeah. altitude? Because even that's, Nuggets players say they have to react. No, that. that ain't the altitude. Was that just that, nerves? That's straight. Now, BJ can speak on this because he played at that level, but that's that's nerves. That's mentality. That's anxiety. That's first mm-hmm. time fit. Like, yo, it, there's a lot going on tonight. And how Denver first quarter wise came out. They never shot the three in this series any good, you know, overall. Yeah. Um, what to Michael Porter Jr.? The, uh, about him. <laughs> mm. Don't, let's, let's park that. Let's park that. Because I, I really think and the game was solidified when Bruce Brown came back in. Yeah, right. Uh, instantly. I'm checking. Offensive rebound. Instantly. God, to be kidding me. It's like, what? takes you so long to try to trust in a guy that you, you know, unfortunately you can't trust in him at this level, mm-hmm. playoff level, winning championship level, good player, great kid, high potential. There's levels to this. And it, it this whole run for Denver shows that, man, there's so much that Jokic, he, he's not done anything different. It's just people just don't appreciate. He's done all his numbers. You check his stats. The last three years, this is what he does. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the triple-doubles are, you know, a hiccup to him. Normal? You know, Jamal, Jamal Murray playing at this level, passing, not shooting, scoring mode, is everything. A Bruce Brown, a Chris Brown, Brown, however you're trying to say it, like Denver put together a situation where it's like, yeah, this is going to be hard to deal with the rest of the teams in the league because they don't care no more about individual success. They they figured out, hey, we can run this. We can run this couple years. We got a nucleus. We got situations that everybody can buy in, stay in. It's going to happen. They've done a great job constructing their roster. They've got the dynamic guard of Jamal Murray and then the big fellow, of course, mm. Nikola Jokic. And then everyone else on that roster is largely a very athletic wing that can shoot the basketball and play defense. BJ, you're talking a lot about next season and looking at the league and the moves mm-hmm. it causes. Do you see teams now loading up on big bodies to try and stop Nikola Jokic? Absolutely. Or how do you see this progressing and affecting the, rest I, of the I, I, I mean, do I see? I mean, how else are you going to do it? <laughs> I mean, you well, don't have a choice. Where, well, where are they going to get these big bodies from? Because right now well, there's the, been no one in the league that can even contain him. Well, traditionally, Mo, what you, you when you were building teams, okay, uh, which has changed over the last 10, 15 years because of the success of the you know the the previous decade with the Golden State Warriors, you always had three centers on a team. Mm-hmm. You always had a three centers on a team, and you always had three point guards on a team. Now they've kept the guards, but now they've made them into what combo guards. Everyone's looking for combo guards because now we value shooting more than passing. Right now, you can't play or switch with Nikolai Jokic. Okay, you you. I know that's a that's a thing that we do in the NBA now where, you know, it's kind of happened over the last 10 years or so. You can't play zone because he's too skilled. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can't just we let that, that big body run around. Through this series. Okay. Mm. And you can't switch with the with the with their with their two man game with him and, and Jamal Murray because Jokic 
the thing you love about Jokic is he plays like a true big mm. who happens to have skills to play out on the perimeter. When he switches, he never settles for a fadeaway shot. He never settles. Now, there's no way you can there's no way you can switch versus him. It's just just take that out of the equation. And even if you have a big on him, you can't double him with a small. Yeah. He's kind of like Shaq in that sense. You oh. if a guard double Shaq, he Shaq couldn't even see it. Jokic is so big, you have to double him with another big body. So if you're gonna play against him in a seven-game series, you have to be able to at least meet the physicality of the game that he brings. He's already forcing you not to switch at all. He can post up any big in this league. You can't guard him. And if you mm. are going to take away something, you got to double him big to big. And that's, and that's you your only throw, help. You can't throw two defenders at Jamal Murray like the Miami Heat tried to do in this no, series you, you, because you just he's good enough to pass out of it. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So Jokic. And he's you have passing to, out to Jokic. Yeah. Jokic and you got to construct. The worst thing. You're going to have to construct your team to say, I can't stop this. However, I have to meet it and be able mm. to have enough capable bodies to play, right? You're, you're going to need 18 fouls to play against Jokic in a series. Okay? Sure. Jokic, say, Jokic say is going to get That's a true story. He, you're going to need 18 <laughs> fouls to play against him. And you're going to have to use him wisely. You can't stop him. Like, you know, mm. he's that great of an offensive player. I mean, he's so unique. He's got a floater. He's got a runner. He's clearly, he's mm. been going to CT school. He's got the <laughs> off leg runner. The off leg. The, the the the. I don't know what this is. They call it the Larry Bird, but he just looked like he's just slinging it. But that works. He's got a post oh. game. He's got touch, and of course, we know his ability to pass. So, I mean, he's got a he's got a package that you got to just say, okay, I'm going to live with that. And you just need enough big bodies to play against him because Bam is a big man. But he's too small to play against Jokic. Yeah, <laughs> everyone on the Heat roster. Go ahead, go but ahead. but but it, it it's everybody in the league, you know. Right. Even if if they you know if the Lakers would have brought back Dwight Howard right. to to play his shenanigans against Jokic like he did a couple seasons ago, it wouldn't have worked because Jokic isn't phased by the shenanigans. He's been phased by schemes and concepts of defense and whatever he's he's in, he's phenomenal bro like uh it, it's it's unbelievable to watch him and i go back to of course with g harris going there watching them pick Jokic over jeff jeffrey laverne mm -hmm. and and then uh my man for portland like who knew? Like how they make that pick? First of all, Jokic was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial, <laughs> and now he's what? he's an NBA champion. Ding. Do you know what's crazy? Is is someone's digged out a picture of Nikola Jokic at five years old in Serbia wearing a Denver Nuggets um, a sweatshirt? Yeah. I saw that earlier that's today. That's crazy. Yeah. Cool. How do universe that work like? Yeah, that's crazy. That's Crazy how to, how to well. I want I want to give some love five to games five years yeah. old. There it is. I want to give some love to some of these guys on the roster. Um, I want to start with Uncle Jeff Jeff Green mm. finally getting his yeah. championship ring. Jeff Green, heart of gold. Um, mm. personal story. When he was on the Wizards and um he came over to London a few years ago for the NBA London game. Um, there was there was a young friend of mine Andrew who was who was battling with uh, a type of cancer, and we told the Wizards about this story and straight away, Jeff was like, put me in touch. And he FaceTimed mm. Andrew in his hospital. And then when he came over, we got him down on the court before the game to meet him. He took, he must've took 20 minutes out of his warm up while everyone else was getting shots up to sit here, talk, share some advice and all of these things. So I'm super happy for Jeff Green to, to get this championship, but also um, even though we make jokes, Michael Porter Jr. And of course, Jamal Murray for battling through some serious injuries to get to this mm. point. And they said in the interview with Jamal Murray after the game, a year ago today, you couldn't walk. And now you're lifting mm. an NBA championship. So like the resilience of those guys. And then look at the guys that the Nuggets traded for. Aaron Gordon, Contavious Colwell-Pope, who came in and played their positions perfectly. And I think especially Aaron Gordon, it really shows you that in this league, sometimes it's not about who you are 
sometimes it's about where you are because this and who fit you with and the defined and role that he has. yeah because in orlando let's be honest what did he have around him he didn't really have anything around him so of course he was going to take a different role whereas he's coming to denver he's got a defined role you're going to guard the best players in every series we play. You're going to guard Jimmy Butler. You're going to guard Kevin Durant. You're going to guard LeBron James. You're going to even guard Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Edwards. And you're going to do a great job. And then on offense, teams are helping off him. He's learned how to knock down that three. He's using his athleticism in a dunker spot. And then you look at someone like Bruce Brown, who they picked up in free agency. 12 months Ooh. ago, Steve Nash had that man standing in the dunker spot, contributing nothing to the offense. <laughs> and using him essentially as a defender. If you watch Bruce Brown last year, you would have no idea that he's got the ability to handle the ball in pick and roll situations, that he's got the ability to shoot the three like this. Well, we knew that, Mo. He played in Detroit. We knew that. We knew that. We, we, there we knew that. We knew that. If you watch enough but basketball, Steve Nash you, didn't you know get these the memo. don't come out of nowhere. But, but, <laughs> I'm but, just kidding but with that, you, that's, I'm just kidding. That, that's the funny part. If you watch enough basketball, these dudes don't come out of nowhere. Right. Bruce Brown been good. He'd been mm-hmm. a dog. He, yeah, he'd been yeah. a hardworking, plug-in type of dude mm-hmm. that is going to help anybody. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just it just so he fits this team like a glove to where, like, that's exactly what you – that zing off the bench like that, offensively, defensively, yeah. energy, you know, some grit, some feisty to it. Like, the only thing I'd miss – this whole series, no fights. Yeah, yeah. No, no one took it personal. It didn't get it, personal. It, it, like, if we're going to be honest, this wasn't a competitive series. I mean, the Nuggets nah. won four <laughs> out of five games, and the one game Miami won, Jamal Murray had the chance to send it to overtime anyway. So it was mm. very close to being a sweep. The other player I wanted to talk about, because I've been working on an article about this guy for my newsletter, which you can subscribe to through the link in the description, is Christian Brown, right? The rookie for the Denver Nuggets who... We don't often see rookies contributing like this on this stage in the NBA finals. Most rookies would be glued to the bench. But I believe Mm. that Christian Brown is the blueprint of how contending teams are going to draft moving forwards. So Denver picked him 21st overall, and they were drafting a guy who was an NCAA champion. He played three seasons in college. And now with the CBA moving the way it's moving, and you're not going to be able to sign veteran minimum guys on the buyout, you're not going to be able to use that mid-level exception. Teams are now going to have to find guys that can contribute. And BJ, I know you and I have spoken off on this off camera. It's about drafting winning guys who know what it takes to win. Because a lot of, even the top prospects, they've never won on any level. You know, they may be mm. extremely talented individually. But if you yeah. actually go back and watch the NCAA championship game that Christian Brown won, even in that second half, he kind of turned the game around for Kansas with his offensive rebounding, with his cutting off the ball. And you've seen him replicate exactly Mm. that on the biggest stage in basketball in the world, the NBA Finals, in his rookie season. Do you think we're now going to see more guys being drafted after three years of college, four years of college, rather than picking guys on potential and hoping that they can develop? Well, you know, I I would love to say... you know, you're spotting out a trend. However, you know, you just, you just never know. I mean, think about it. Mm. The best player on the floor was drafted in the second round. <laughs> okay. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, you just, you just never know. But what I will say is, you know, to all the, to all our young listeners and, 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 and NBA fans and, and, and certainly our listeners Mo here is it's not when you get drafted, you know, next week or in a couple of weeks here, you're going to see a lot of guys get drafted in the lottery it's not when you get drafted; it's where you go. Yeah, say that. Okay, that, that's a, a that's a, that's the key. You know, a lot of things have to come together, right? You know, you're going to see here on draft night. You're going to see a lot of talent. Okay, and there's three things that has really just that's really we've all said since the beginning of time, since the, you know this league and uh, and all of us who watch this league religiously is, you know, you need timing. What you saw tonight, you know, you Jeff Green, and it's just, it just it, it, for timing. This was the right time for him. You need a little luck, okay? You know, you, you, this kid could have got drafted anywhere. You're talking about Brown, and you, mm. and of course, you do need talent, okay? And sometimes that talent is hard to see. If we, 
if we knew what we knew now, Jokic would have been the number one pick in the draft. Okay. <laughs> but, but we didn't know. So those three things, when they do come together, like you see right now, you're going, wow, look at this team. What a great team. I mean, you know, you took Jeff Green and Bruce Brown and it just fits. Everything just fits right now. However, you know, a lot of times we'll see a lot of talented teams, right? We're not going to, you know, go down the list here in the NBA, but you need luck. You need some mm. luck. And a lot of times you just got to get to the right place at the right time. I saw Aaron Gordon in, in high school and I saw him in college. I thought he was going to be a good player. I remember when he got to Orlando, I was like, oh, he got some talent. Yeah. Did I see a 6'8 power forward? And he plays like going a to be traditional a power forward as well. Yeah, and who's going to be a lockdown defender? I, I can't say I saw that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew he could dunk and jump in here, but I mean, he's making he was making passes and shooting threes. I see, T, I, I didn't see that. You know, I mean, this no. guy is coming to his I mean, he is a he's a star role player. He's a star in his role. He's a star role player. You know, I saw Jamal Murray. I yeah, I liked him. I did I see this? <laughs> no, not like if anyone said they saw this, no, they're not. I saw him in Kentucky. I was like, oh yeah, I saw him coming out up there in Canada. I saw him a little bit. Did I see this? Jokic. Mm. Real quick, guys. Um, it was some years ago. I want to say about, I don't know, 10, 12, 13 years ago or so. There was this little kid that came. We we ran a basketball camp in Serbia. You know who that kid was? It was Jokic. That's at crazy. the Derrick Rose basketball camp. Yikes. Okay. So did I see that? No, I didn't see this. I I, yeah. I didn't, you know. So, you know, these, these kids, it, sometimes the universe gets it all together. And it's been incredible to watch these kids all develop and play and come together. And, 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 and when you have timing, when you have a little luck, and of course, you need the talent. And when you see it in this right place, hey man, it's it's a it's a great thing. Now, you got to give their front office credit too for identifying those types of players. The resiliency of, of not one guy, but Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray to have significant surgeries. I mean, mm. one had a back surgery, right? That's why he fell in the draft. Mm-hmm. Right, we got him like Couple out of the lottery, of right? Michael Porter Jr. I mean, you talk about a talent coming out of high school. He was arguably the best player in high school when he, he was, was coming him. out. He, he was, was that guy, right? He was that mm-hmm. guy, and then he falls in the draft because of his back, and then and then Jamal Murray. It was just all right, God. I I, I remember I, if I remember correctly, I think it happened at Golden State, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, for some reason, I want to say I, I think I might have been watching that game. And that was just a devastating injury. And for him to come back like this, mm. I mean, arguably he's better than what he got. And he was pretty good then. And, you know, like I always say, I think he's the best player right now who hasn't made an all-star team. But I, that's got to change quickly here. I mean, he's mm. up there now with wherever you got the elite point guards in the NBA, Jamal Murray's got to be in there now. He's there. Top he's five? In the con- yeah, he's got to be it. Wherever you got your elite, top 10, top whatever, He's in there. He he may be different than the other guys. But I, I but think he's there. Playoff Jamal Murray and regular season Jamal Murray are two very different players. Wait, were they were the best team this year from from literally nah, start to finish. He he's he's been he that's the thing about Denver. They've been so consistent. Yes. And and we need an amnesty period on these awards and the season awards. <laughs> MVP Jokic. I mean, really? What are we talking about? <laughs> and and to your point, BJ. Murray, uh, yeah, you're you gotta be first team All NBA. Yeah, I mean he's he's like got to be somewhere in there. Something where you you can't not appreciate what Denver just did in this right. season alone, in particular, like mm-hmm. with with the legacy LeBron and all that fanfare with the Lakers, with KD and Booker and all that magic that they had, took them down. The, the uprising, upcoming Timberwolves, who are going to be pretty good once they figure it out right. and let Anthony take over the team, of course. Like, it, it, they just got to do it. But 
Denver plowed through the regular season for the most part. Right. And then plowed through the playoffs as if knife and, you know, hot knife and butter. Like, mm-hmm. all right, we'll take a loss here and there, but we they, got this. They lost one game against the Heat, which they could have easily won. Mm. They lost zero games against the Lakers. They lost two games against Phoenix when Booker and Murray just went for historic scoring performances. They lost one game in the first round. And then in the regular season, this is why I had question marks over them. It looked like for the past last two months of the regular season, they took their foot off the gas. Now, looking back at it, it's like, okay, they were just preparing themselves for the playoffs. They didn't want to go all out. They'd already got the number one seed pretty much locked in. Uh, I I contend that's Jokic getting his name out of everybody's mouth for MVP race. So that got yep. ugly. Yeah. And when Jokic doesn't play, the numbers don't lie. They're not a good team. They go from first in rating efficiency, da da da, well, to almost except dead for, last. Except for this finals, because when he was out the game, the team managed to hold it down even without him, because everyone took their game to another level. So it's called the playoffs, bro. It means everything. <laughs> Regular yes, season, like, all right. <laughs> tomorrow night we got another game. We fly out and da da da. Like, bro. You know, you know, talking they proved, about they proved some stuff. Talking about right time and right place, though, be they Ish Smith. NBA champion, 13 teams in 13 seasons. How about that? <laughs> you know, hey, uh, what, what a run. Like you said, you know what? That's an incredible run by him. I mean, just for him to persevere the and play in all those different systems. I mean, we got to get him on the podcast just so he can give us the, the scouter report. I mean, this guy knows every play ever ran in the NBA for the past 13 years. To. Think about that. Man, I, I right? feel sorry for his real estate agent. He's moving no, house every no, time. No, no, oh, no. He, he's getting over on real estate. Jeff Green is the same yep. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing uh-huh. trade. You know, uh, hey. But I'm saying that, you know, shoot, KCP in a lower level of that. Mm-hmm. Like, Ish Smith and Jeff Green have traveled, you know, to every end of the NBA and been highly productive, winning players. Yep. Quality men in the locker room, da, 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 in the community, da, 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 da. that's different. You know, when, when you seek out guys that they're not only quality, you hang them on the roster, but then they also can contribute. We didn't get to see Ish, but guaranteed, Duke can still ball. You know, one of the things that you we don't talk enough about, you know, we talk about the talent and the great plays and the great players, but the professionalism. Mm. It's, it's it's a real thing. And the professionalism of Caldwell Pope, Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, Ish Smith, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, these are true professionals. Okay. Yes, sir. And yeah, you know, you can make an argument. They may not be the most talented players on the floor, but for anyone who understands what it's going to take to be a champion, you better have those type of players in your locker room. Complimenting mm. complimenting your star players. You have to have those professionals. And those guys are true professionals. And Jeff Green, I mean, those guys all throughout the playoffs, Aaron Gordon, those guys all stepped up when it was time to step up oh. and play their position, right? You know, we always talk about star players have to be stars and they should get all the credit. But those role players have to be stars in their role, too. And those guys all stepped up. I mean, DeAndre Jordan got in the game tonight, in the closing game. (laughs) Think about that. You know, I mean, this is stuff, you know, we take for granted. I mean, we're going to talk about Jokic and Murray and what they did and da-da-da, how historic. But those role players, Caldwell Pope, man, I mean, I mean, this guy did the same thing for the Lakers. Did the same thing here. Okay, so now you're starting to say, okay, this guy is a true, you know, he's a he's a professional winner. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to win in this league, we're all looking for the same thing. We want guys who can guard multiple positions and make down and be a knockdown shooter. Well, he's done that a couple times now. Okay, mm, <laughs> next mm, question. Next question mm. with, with with his game. This guy is a a key contributor to a championship caliber caliber team. That's what he does. Man, and DeAndre Jordan as well. I, I watched an interview the other day. They were talking about 
even though he doesn't play, they were saying he knows every single play that the other team is running every time down the court. And to have that experience on the bench in the locker room is invaluable to a team if you want to make a run deep in a championship. I want to hit you with some stats um, real quick. Jokic, first center to win MVP since Shaq in the finals. Only four players have ever averaged 20 or more points per game and 10 plus assists per game in the finals. Those players, do you know who they are? I'm going to say Wilt. Oscar Robertson's got to be one, right? <laughs> no, he's he's not one of them. In the well, finals, man. 20 and 10 in the finals, 20 points, 10 assists or more in the finals. Larry Bird. Nope. Will. We got? We've got Magic Johnson. Ooh. We've got Michael Jordan. We've got LeBron Ooh. James. What? Oh. And now Jamal Murray. Oh. Mm. Crazy. Nikola Jokic, the first mm. player in NBA history to lead the playoffs in total points, rebounds, and assists. First player ever. And assists. Points, rebounds, oh, and assists. Number, led the, oh, the, the, the entire key, the, playoffs. The key categories. Boy. What everybody's striving yeah. for. That's what he does. And, and one thing I wanted to say <laughs> on Jokic is his defense as well. Everyone criticized him. Okay, Jokic can't be MVP because he can't win in the playoffs. Well, that's not true. Jokic can't be MVP because he's a bad defender. Well, that clearly is not true anymore. Even though it's not blocking shots prolifically like a Rudy Gobert, maybe, he is still very effective defensively with his positioning, his hands. His hands are elite. They're kind of stripping the ball, getting those weird deflections that he does, and his feet in a weird way, just kicking the ball when it, it looks like the other team. Hey, bro, it, 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 it's his rebounding. It's his defensive rebounding. That's his defensive superpower. Yeah, like you get one right. shot at it with him on the floor. It, I mean, you got to watch when they say defense. They're looking for Joel Embiid's emphatic blocks. You know, Giannis's emphatic blocks. Everybody's block, block, block is defense or steal. You you discount the possessions maintained with the rebound, and that's what Jokic does. Absolutely. And, and it's incredible. Like he, he is. I want to say a joy. It, you know, it's a blessing to the NBA because he can care less about all the fanfare. Dude just wants to win. Like I guarantee, he's on a plane tomorrow back to Serbia, <laughs> back to see his horses. <laughs> you know huh? what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's that dude. He's uh, like, hey, this all they cancel all right. flights back to Serbia until after the parade. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But after if that parade, <laughs> he's going in the hey, car bro. right to the airport. That that MVP right trophy, that MVP trophy, that championship trophy. That that's in Serbia. That shoot, what's the Tuesday or Monday? So Wednesday. All that's in in Serbia. He's that dude. <laughs> I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it. Congratulations to the Joker. BJ, any closing thoughts as this season comes to an end? Well, it was a wild season. I mean, it, it was it was a wild season because I don't know what, how you guys felt about it, but I really didn't know who was going to win it this year. I didn't really have, you know, at one point I thought it was Milwaukee. Then all of a sudden, you know, it was always in the back of my mind. Well, the Warriors aren't out yet, you know. Yep. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the Boston Lakers jumped out. Early, yeah. Yeah. And then the Lakers had the best, you know, defense in the second half of the season, <laughs> and Denver just kind of stayed Phoenix there the whole KD time as well. You thought maybe yeah, they Phoenix could pull it got off. KD, and you were like, boy, yeah. that yeah, yeah. six so it, so it was a it was a wild season this year, and uh, it was a great season. But like I said, in the end. You know, I think the best team won, and Joker, he 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 was he was the best player. He was the most impactful player. I mean, he just, you know, we talk about rebounding, yes. You talk about scoring, yes. You talk about passing, yes. And he was just, he was sensational, and uh, just a mm. big time player, made big plays, and um, they were deserving to be the champions this year, but. This season took us all on a ride because, you know, Mo, you really felt, I know you would never admit it, you really felt your Celtics had a chance. No. I thought your Celtics had no. a chance. Nope. I, I, I was, really did. I, I, I was I thinking about this earlier. There was a tweet that said, what was the moment you thought your team could win a championship? And I never believed in the Celtics all season long because I thought the mm. three-point shooting variance is just too much for me to believe in. The only time, it was only for one day that I believed in the Celtics. And it was the day <laughs> when... Jason Tatum had the worst game of his life in a regular season against the Sixers and then runs full court to hit the game winner. Do you remember that one? 
That mm. was the only moment where I thought that they could do it. But aside from that, the reliance on three-point shooting was way too much for me. I couldn't buy into that. But now they've got new assistant coaches. They've got Sam Cassell. they got um the, the guy from the Bucks. His name's escaping me right now. So we'll see. How Charles Lee. Back. Charles That's Lee. right. That's right. My, my apologies. Yeah. Um, CT, any, any closing thoughts from you on this season? Yeah, the season was, uh, you know, the NCAA version of March Madness. <laughs> year long. That's what like tonight the, felt like, especially. Know, I, I, I mean, but you know, it was you know the refs sucked from early on and sucked all season, and then in, <laughs> you know in the playoffs, all of a sudden, you know we get what we expect: stay out the game, let them play, and we still get some suspect calls, but like that three point by Jimmy part, Butler tonight. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's the NBA trying to. You know, put that thumb on the scale, like, hey, can we just get one more? Like, don't they want to be in Miami one more time? Like, but I did, the season was cool if you're a basketball fan, because even though low management and, you know, all the drama that certain players presented, all the drama that came about. <coughs> Draymond. Oh, you saw, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. But that you know that it was so drama filled that you you had to watch, even in you know I, I probably counted thirty games I watched where it's twenty point lead. I go use the bathroom, walk my dog, come back. It's flipped. It's a yep. ten point lead for the team that was down. Yeah, that's always and it's like okay, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I also feel like history this mm. season, and you know, of course, with LeBron, but. For the first time, well, one of the first times since a long time, watching this season, in particular with Jokic, I can feel how people felt watching Will breaking records nightly, setting records every night, every season. And that's what it was like watching Jokic this season. Like, man, this dude, every game is a potential NBA record. And it's like, okay, that kind of gives you a little bit of pause gave me a lot, a lot of pause because it's like, yeah, this was a good season because you got one of the best players in the league proving he's one of the best players in the league. And it's, if you believe in stats and analytics and everything, look up his numbers. If you just want to watch him play, watch him play. You, it's ESPN, are you listening? <laughs> but, it, but it was several players. Like the run... KD had the run Booker had shooting wise. Like it, you know, the, the NBA was beautiful this season, you know, despite all the drama and some of the dumb stuff. Absolutely. Mm. I'm going to put you both on the spot here before we see the draft, before we see free agency, before we see any trades, I need your picks for the 2024 NBA champions and who's going to be MVP next year. Oh, yes. <laughs> Toss up. Go ahead, hit, hit me with some names. So go go ahead, BJ. I I, I um, feel it's it's a toss. So here here let me let me say this. I feel the NBA is forever changed because Miami in particular proved that don't turn it on until after All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. All Star Break, and then. We'll even fiddle with barely getting in, but we want to be eighth seed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like load management was one thing. Now it's okay. You know, if you're a season ticket holder, good luck. If you see <laughs> your player, your stars, or the stars of the opponent in your city, like I, I it, it just it's not gonna make sense. So I, that's an unfortunate part. But then. We get the value of seeing, you know, some some kids that probably won't get time, won't get to shine normally. They'll get some time. New so stars will be, be fun. So who you got, BJ? You think the Denver Nuggets can go back to back? I'm going to say next year MVP is Jason Tatum. Ooh. I'm going to MVP. Mm. Okay, and and I'm going to say the the Nuggets are going to run it back. I think they're going to be that much better next year. And the reason being, uh, I say that is because when you win one the first time, 
Mm. Everyone in the league is saying, oh, they're just lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still hungry. Yeah, everybody's going to be hungry. like, okay, yeah. they just got lucky. You know, everyone's saying, well, they didn't beat the Warriors. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> eh, you know, eh, eh, you know. Well, they would have the, destroyed the, the Warriors. The best, hey, hey, think about it. You know, I'm going to tell you what all the teams in the East. Well, the best team didn't even come out of the East. Yeah. That's what they're mm. all saying right now. Yeah. Mm. You know, Joel Embiid is like, well, that, they're mm. playing against the Miami Heat, the eighth seed. They're, you know, right, a right. play in team. Right. Then Milwaukee. I, I suggest you know, Embiid shows up in game six. And yeah. And then Milwaukee. Yeah. And then Milwaukee's <laughs> going to be like, well, we weren't held. You know, we didn't get through. So I think there's a lot to prove. But I think what what happens, what happened tonight is probably what will happen next season. Michael Porter Jr., the game that he played tonight, he'll probably have like 30 to 35 of those games next year in the regular season. Mm. Mm. Because there's always a role player who takes a jump. Like Michael Porter Jr. showed you what he could be. Yeah, I I mean, his, his shot wasn't falling, but 13 rebounds, three assists. And the kid Brown now will get he will get significant minutes in the regular season if if they can keep him. Is he gonna get some yeah, money? Well, he just summer. got there. He's, yeah, no, 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 Bruce Brown. They're gonna keep him. Oh, gonna, I'm talking about the other kid, the kid Brown. Brown they yep. just drafted. Yeah, yep. he's gonna he's gonna be Bruce Brown's got to come. They got to run it back, and they'll probably be able to add something to it because you know there's always going to be that vet who's if he's going to take minimum, he wants to at least have a chance to win. So he'll go yes. there. So. I think they'll be better. Joker has one of those games where, you know, he may, he's going to age gracefully because he doesn't play with, he, because he doesn't play with any athleticism. Like, you know, he's, like, he's going to lose a step. That's what I'm saying. And Jamal only so 26. I think he, so I just think they'll, you know, they'll, they'll coast through the regular season. They'll probably be just as good or better if Michael Porter Jr., plays you know like he can play because he is that yeah. level of a talent Aaron and then gordon. i think they'll run it back Aaron gordon is going to be and i just think they'll be better you know and, and you know what jamal murray we can't forget jamal murray this is his first oh. season back from acl yes so yep. he Maybe should that. be better next year because normally you give those guys two years to find out whether they can return back well he did it a year, he's a year ahead of schedule as far as that i mean these guys now are starting to come back from injuries like that like mm. nothing ever happened. So he'll be better and and they'll be more confident, you know, as far as going on the road, so forth and so on. So I think they're going to run it back, but I'm going to say Jason Tatum should win the MVP. I, I think he'll, I think he'll be better putting it together. Cause he, he, he was in the running. He was top five. Yeah. He was in the running this year. I don't know what he finished with, but it, it, the I first half of the fourth. season, he might've been, you know, top two or th- top two or three guys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, at the beginning of the season. So that, those are my early picks without knowing anything. CC, who you got? Uh, Jokic MVP. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And then and then Denver because Jokic is like watching the uh, the the PGA, like the, you know the golfers, the good ones. They can they play forever because the game is what it is. Jokic, is, he can he's gonna be seventy five playing at the Y in Serbia somewhere, still <laughs> killing people. You know what I'm saying? He'll hit the first bucket and the game winner, and in between, he's doing what he does now, rebounding and passing. And that's a forever skill and ability. And I just think Denver, and I've, I've been a little bit closer than usual because of, you know, certain players that definitely mm-hmm. Gary Harris. And so I've seen this for nine years building and I've seen them go from not making the playoffs forever, almost two decades to losing literally in the last game of the season. One time on Russell Westbrook's last heroic MVP season right. shot. Yep. And that was for the, final them spot the playoffs. Of, yeah. And so it's like when you see that and they come back and when they get into the bubble and they make it in the finals, that team, Mm-hmm. It's like okay, they're they're building to where they're they're building championship contention. They're not building. We want to be good regular season, and we're cool if we bow out in the playoffs at some point, first round, second round. 
Mm. So I, I I just see Denver's got a, and they just made some some uh, you know, couple years in advance trades. Yeah, draft picks. I I hear it. I mean, I got Jokic going as MVP because I think all the reasons they had to vote against him are out of the window now, and he's still going to be producing yeah. next. He's going to average a triple double or thereabouts, and the Denver Nuggets will probably have the best record or top two record in the Western Conference uh, for the championship. I'm going to pick my boss, the Celtics. Because, <laughs> because my reverse yeah, jinx which... didn't work this season when I kept picking against them. So now we're going to the other end of the spectrum and I'm going all in. And I'm saying they're going to figure it out and stop nice. being such an unserious team. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, I just want to mm. thank everyone who's rocked with us this season. Don't want to thank you guys for both jumping on the podcast. Uh, appreciate the time that you put in. BJ rocking here with me every day. CT jumping in as well. Sure. It's all love every time. Um, the podcast is not going Thank anywhere, you. even though the season is done. No, the pleasure is all ours. The, the podcast is not going anywhere, even though the season's done. We've got the NBA draft coming up. There's a lot of prospects to talk mm. about. We've got free agency, and there's going to be a whole bunch of trades as well. So don't miss a single episode. I can see BJ's already not looking forward to talking about the off-the-court stuff. But BJ, uh, <laughs> free agency is around is the corner. This is where Mo carries Mo carries me. Yeah, Mo, uh, Mo carries me in the offseason. No, this hey, is where, all over. Hey, this, Mo, what do you think? This is where we make the money because I was talking to someone today, right? Game four was one of the lowest watched NBA Finals games in a, in a while, mm. right? I, I, I've mm. got the numbers here. The second lowest viewership since 2007 when it was the Spurs versus the wow. Caps, right? And it made me realize that fans... Aside from our amazing listeners who are dedicated to the Hoop Genius podcast that truly love basketball, mm. the masses of fans care more about the storylines and the rumors and the gossip than they do about basketball. So we'll be welcoming them in over the summer as we talk about free agency and all that good stuff. Um, but we appreciate each and every one of you, whether you love basketball, you love the rumors, whatever it is, we're here for you. So uh, make sure you subscribe mm. on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast from subscribe leave a rating and all that good stuff and we'll be back with more Please. we'll be back with more we're not going nowhere so appreciate you fellas make sure you get some rest i know it's getting late over there you guys ain't cut off the late nights like i am over here at 5 20 in the morning right now so so <laughs> you guys get some rest we'll be back bj we always say we're going to take one day off. We're going to take two days off, or we're going to be back at it tomorrow. You tell me. <laughs> we'll be back at it. We'll be back at it every day. Every we'll day. Be back at it. Do. All right. We'll see you nice Love and early tomorrow. Then, in the meantime, my great people, have a blessed day, Denver fans. I hope you enjoy celebrating. Arsenal fans, it was a tough year for you, but maybe you can become Denver Nuggets fans. CT, send my best <laughs> to the squad. Um, I know you're going to be trying to get to the oh, parade yeah, and celebrate with the guys. So enjoy it. Most importantly. Get buckets.